Welcome everyone to another episode of Love Island Cast USA. I am Chris Phelps and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrock. Hey there Chris, really good to speak to you again and talk a bit of Love Island USA. Yeah, well Dave, we have the recoupling in today's episode. What did you think of the whole drama? And it was done pretty quick in the show to be fair. It wasn't dragged out to the end, it was done and even I think the voiceover guy was actually caught off guard as well. He did drop it in there. What were your first initial impressions? Did anything really shock you? Well, there is one thing, but I think more so than anything, I was thinking, my God, what has happened to my life? Because I think we called it on the show yesterday, didn't we? And we said, you know, there were some things, a lot of things, that, uh, a lot of couplings which were obvious that were going to happen, like Ray and Cairo. That, that was obviously going to happen, as well as, you know, Zach and Elizabeth. There's, there's nothing going on there. But we did say, you know, probably Kira would couple up with Eric. You know, it, they did drag it out a little bit, but I think it was pretty obvious, you know, as the show went on, it was she was going to go that way. And I think I said, you know, Katrina could, as a long shot, go for Cashel. And she did. And I have to say, Winston, bye-bye. We won't miss you, I don't think. No, no. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next reality TV show, I guess. Yep, I think you're right. I think the, the girls were talking. I'm not sure if it was Elizabeth saying, oh, I think we should keep Winston. You know, you should keep with They're having a bit of a chat, weren't they? And yeah. she mentioned Cashel, and then they said Winston, which I thought was a bit off. I was thinking, wow, that's a bit bizarre. Because if they've all been together, you'd think they'd be like a real pact of trying to keep like the originals together. But she, she obviously didn't think that. And, you know, that's her opinion. She's totally entitled to it. But I don't think Winston really offered much. He got in with Marley. She's obviously gone. If he does like Marley, he did say to her, I'll give you a number and all this. So maybe they're going to get together outside the villa. I think it was just right. I think Cash has got the wrong end of the deal, I think, with Kira because she's given out all these different vibes, aren't she, with him? And not necessarily just her, but I think because Eric's come in and he looks composed, he's driven, he's got these businesses, she's obviously not just after somebody for his personality she's after the whole package. I mean, she's only younger self, isn't she? So it could be a slight bit of immaturity. But as I said yesterday, I think you, you reap what you sow and she's picked Eric now. And all I'll say is don't come to us in three or four episodes saying that you've made a big mistake and Eric is an absolute tool because at the moment he looks like a complete bell end to me. <laughs> it does. And I think it was very, very subtle, Chris, but I think already we've noticed a slightly different tone with him. Yeah. So, you know, again, we were saying about he's got that serial killer vibe and it's with the, the tone that he uses in his voice, the cadence of his voice, and it's just a bit too cool and, you know, he's really relaxed and, you know, he is Hannibal Lecter essentially without the English accents. But I think, you know, as soon as he's coupled up, he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to move more of my stuff into your drawers because I've got more clothes than you. <laughs> <laughs> Alarm bells, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think even when he got a text as well, David, he, he shouts to everyone, over here. And I'm like, that's not really a polite way to speak to everyone, mate. Yeah, again, he's still the new guy. I do not see that that is going to go well. But, you know, 
it's better that she does that and she actually finds out than she takes, you know, the safe option, sticks with Cashel, even though, you know, he's stuck in the friend zone. And like you said yesterday, you know, she doesn't want him, but she doesn't really want him to go with anyone else either. So stop dicking around with that. Let Cashel crack on with someone else. He thought he was going to be out pretty much, didn't he? So he's got a second chance now. Stop moping around Cashel and start, you know, putting the feelers out for someone else. Yeah, and I think as well, what's what's interesting is they've got together, but somebody's going to get voted off in tomorrow's episode as well. So they're motoring along. So all the drama and the, the sort of sad music we got on tonight's show <laughs> might mean absolutely bugger all. And that's pretty much what's happened with Winston. He was giving the old Dear John thing yesterday, how he was so traumatised that Marley had gone and he was on his own. And even tonight's episode, he mentioned it. And he's gone anyway. So... It, you know, they might have just reprieved. And that's what I was saying about the four-week thing doesn't really work, I don't think, in the US. Because in the UK, they'd have at least three or four days or they'd throw in new villa uh, housemates, wouldn't they, to sort of try and win their hearts and try and couple up. It just, I, I'm just not getting the logistics of it at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, I, and absolutely. I hadn't really thought about it until you said to us yesterday that, you know, this compressed format, it's not really working. And, and it, again, it is really, really subtle. But I think you're right because we just don't have time to really, you know, get to love these people, get to love these couples, love to hate other people and other couples. We don't get that time. So we, we don't get that emotional investment with them. And so if they go, it's like, all right, then off you go then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's weird. It's, it's so strange. I, I think the girls are slightly feeling a bit of a weird vibe with Kira, to be honest. I know Alexandra's quite friendly with her, but I don't think a lot of the girls are buying into what's going on with, with her and Eric. I don't know if it's Eric. Obviously, Elizabeth and Alexandra said they don't like him. And whether she's the type of person where she's stubborn, sort of saying, well, I'm not fucking listening to you. I've got my own opinion, so I like him. And that's fine. If she likes him, it's no one's opinion. In, you know, in real, We all know that ourselves. There's plenty of times we've probably plenty of when I got with Sam or when, you know, yourself in your relationships, when people have gone, well, you know, I don't really like that person or whatever, there's just something about them. I'm sure people have said it about me and you and, and, and it does happen. People make that initial sort of impression can be sort of life. It can be a life thing where it's like, I just don't like that person. And we all do it in work or whatever. So maybe it's that she seems very headstrong. It's just that at the moment I can't see I can't really see a connection with him. It just, as I suggested, it's too clinical for me. It's too cute at the moment. I don't see a Zach and Elizabeth. But then again, Dave, Zach and Elizabeth got called out big time in that game, didn't they? So. <laughs> they, did. they did. So just before we get on to the game and stuff, I, I do have a little bit of a confession, Chris. And and so just after the recoupling, all of the uh, couples went off to bed and some of them were getting a bit frisky and you could see Yemen and Asato were getting, you know, quite close there and Yeaman I have to say he's done a few things he's he's just rubbing me up the wrong way I think and I didn't like the way I think it was Weston he was talking to in the morning and he was like oh yeah she was shoving her tongue down my throat sometimes it's like look that's that's a personal fucking thing between you and your partner you know what I mean it's I, I, I didn't like that he comes across on some respects he's, he's like bipolar or something he's he's 
sometimes he appears really mature and then other times he just seems really immature. And so when he's saying to um, Asata, you know, he's going on at her about, you know, he was a bit surprised about how kind of heavy she was coming on. And uh, this is where my confession comes in, Chris. I kind of did laugh out loud at the narrator this evening. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it, it, all the way through the series, it, it's been slightly off for us. And as Stefan had, had emailed us in, and I'm sure there's loads of other people as well, they, they quite enjoy his commentary. But what made me laugh was, Yemen says to Asata, says, well, it must have been someone, someone else who put their tongue down my throat. And then straight away, the narrator just jumps in. Sorry about that. See, the thing is, a lot of the times, it's not the line, it's not the words that they're actually saying, it's the delivery and the timing. And I think there, he just nailed the delivery and the timing perfectly. And I, I did laugh at that. I did think that was pretty funny. Fair enough. I didn't. I didn't catch that. To be fair, I probably would have laughed myself. So fair enough, Dave. He can be funny once a series. We'll let him have that. But, but no, <laughs> right. And, and talking about Yemen, obviously we're getting to the game. He was called out on the game from the general public for being a player, being a bit of a. And I, I thought it was a. It was bad form what he did, saying about Asata, saying about oh so it wasn't you putting your tongue down my throat and all so, and I know she took it as a joke but I think she was very uncomfortable with it and he shouldn't have gone around telling all the guys and that it's like yeah, yeah we, we got close that's it you don't go around I thought that was just a bit of a dick move to be honest and I think you are right you picked up on this I, I'd seen a couple of things but never I thought he was, I said he was a sound guy I said it yesterday I wasn't sure on him and, and questioned it but I think you're right I think he is a bit of a player he's a bit of a bullshitter and it was wrong to do that. He sort of belittled her and she deserves better than that because she's been nothing but nice and upfront with him. So, yeah, I, I think if he's not careful, he could become a bit of a hate figure if you, if you don't sort of stop peeing about because he's just coming across as a bit of a dick. Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, you know, and again, we don't get to vote, do we? So, you know, it's, it's when the voting comes up, that's what you'll, that's when you'll see what the American public really thinks of him. But, yeah, just... I think he is a player. I think a lot of people probably won't forgive him for how he treated Alana right at the end there. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, as we've said with the UK, uh, for a couple of people, karma's a bitch. It is. It totally is, Dave. You're correct. And, and also in the game, as we said before, Zach and Elizabeth have just been called out for being a pair of boarding bastards, aren't they? And to the extent <laughs> that there was two or three people said it in the game within there. And also... Not just that, to be fair, I give Weston full credit. He, he said like the boring. I know Cashel jumped in and went, well, they are boring, but we didn't really, <laughs> really realise that they were just completely isolating themselves from the villa. So you get that vibe, don't you? And like one of the lads said, well, they're the type of people, when you want to see Zach, you'll see Elizabeth will be by his side all the time. Yeah, just gonna... yeah. But someone did say like, yeah, but this is the start of his life. This is He's never been out of Chicago. This is the start of his journey. So mm-hmm. if he... It, if he is going to get with Elizabeth and he's going to move or whatever he's going to do, I know it sounds a bit rich after only three weeks, but that's just it. Some couples are like that, Dave. Some couples just are, are together like that 24-7, you know what I mean? So it, it works for some, it doesn't work for others. But I just think 
they are boring from a viewer's perspective, but they are in love. So that is pretty much, you've got a bit of a fine line, haven't you? That's what the show's about, really. Yeah, and I think <laughs> life's hard, isn't it? I mean, you can never get the balance right. You can't, you can't just spend time with your partner. You can't just spend time with your friends. And, you know, sometimes it's too little. Sometimes it's too much one way or the other. And, and so getting that balance right is, is difficult. Because, you know, old Dylan and Alexandra, you know, they seem to be getting the, I think she's getting the feeling that maybe the balance isn't quite right there the other way. But I, I can't sort of hold anything against Elizabeth and Zach for coupling up and just, I, th- I think they are quite cute together. But, you know, <laughs> from an entertainment perspective, we want a little bit of drama and entertainment, don't we? So you can see why they are boring. But as we've seen with the other shows, all right, the, the game is a bit of fun. And, you know, it, some of it's quite brutal. And uh, some of it's just, it is just a bit of fun. But what you usually see then is the days after it's playing on their minds and it can have big consequences, you know, as these tweets and stuff chew on people's uh, consciousness. And, And so I think we saw tonight after that game, I think Zach is really wound up by, you know, the suggestion he's under the thumb of Elizabeth. And so I just wonder, is that, is that going to destabilise them a bit? It could do. It could do. I, I, I think you're right. I think, is it, you, know what, you know what I'm a bit wary of, Dave? In doing what all the lads and that have done on the UK one, where they just literally, all of a sudden, he starts showing an interest in someone else just to rock and spice it up. I yeah. mean, she'd be devastated if he does that. So I'm not saying he is, but... The fact that he's questioning himself is very similar to what we've seen on the UK one, and we know how that's played out as, as it's still on now. But it, the lads have just been completely heartless, haven't they? A couple of them. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hope. Well, I, I hope from a human perspective, he doesn't go down that route. From an entertainment perspective, then it does spice things up a bit, you know. But you could see already he was being a little bit cold towards Elizabeth. Um, clearly agitated at, at that suggestion. And I think, you know what, just, I think because we're a bit older, Chris, it, it does happen to you over time. I think, you know, when I was younger, what people said would uh, play on my mind a lot more than it does now. Now I have a good, healthy dose of fuck them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and I'll suit me and my family first. I don't know. I, I just think it could well play on his mind being a young lad there. And it did seem to come a little bit out of the blue, the way the lads were sort of saying, you know, Zach, he, he never used to, you know, he used to joke. Now he doesn't at all. You know, I think that seemed to come a little bit out of the blue. But again, it's this it's this repercussions of this text game, isn't it? Yeah. And that's the whole point of it, isn't it? The psychological warfare, I suppose. And very, very interesting, Dave. Now, did you see anything else through the show? Well, uh, again, I, <laughs> I didn't quite laugh out loud at this bit, but Cashel clearly liked the text. Not only, it, it's a double whammy, isn't it? You know, because you've got the public voting uh, or, or the public tweeting these statements out. And it's the fact that your fellow islanders guess right as well. <laughs> you know, it kind of validates whatever the kind of usually cruel tweet is suggesting and um 
the, the, I think it was the first one, wasn't it, that came up that blank is cold, <laughs> you know, and everyone pretty much guessed it was Kira. And yep, the answer was Kira and Cashel clearly like that. And he's like, yep, glad everyone else sees it as well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he does, though. Cashel, mate, you need to get over it now. Yeah. Close that door. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but you need to close that door because if you start coming off bitter, you know, that that's not an endearing quality. So no. crack on with someone else. And, and I, what I don't get is when, when uh, it was clear to the Islanders that Christina was going to have a choice to make because of the way Cashel and Kelsey had uh, grown close together, Christina was sort of cast off in that love triangle. Whereas Winston and Cashel didn't really sort of su- make any suggestion to, you know, like, well, you know, should we just start hanging out, have more chats and stuff, see how it goes? It, uh, it seemed to be, you know, Cashel was saying, hopefully someone's going to walk right through that door. And it kind of reminded me a little bit. Remember Dumb and Dumber? Chris, yeah, you ever see that? Yeah, and right at the end, you know, there's a <laughs> there's a busload of bikini models uh, park up next to the two blokes, and uh, they open the doors and say, "Oh, we need a couple of oil boys to oil us up." You know, we're on our tour of America, and uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey's character is like, "You're in luck. There's a town right down there." <laughs> <laughs> And it seemed like, you know, no one's actually giving Christina the time of day. And, you know, again, all right, it hasn't clicked with Weston, but, you know, she's a lovely looking girl. She seems to have a nice personality. So I I don't get why no one's making a play there. But um, I I guess let's see. Yeah. No, no, you're right, Dave. Now, Dave, we've had an email from one of our listeners again. Fantastic email. This was from Jasmine, and it's simply entitled Caro's Voice. So he says, hello, guys. Lovely to meet you, and I love the podcast. I wanted to chime in regarding Caro. This is not normal, even in the US. I personally can't stand it. I think she'll learn from the show that this is not a charming trait at all, and she won't find love by using it. Thank you, Yasmin. So that's really good, Dave. Brilliant email. I think it just just justifies what we said and validates that we're not being a pair of wankers. So... (laughs) Well, I don't know if the two things are mutually exclusive, to be honest. (laughs) I think we could still be a couple of wankers, but that's fine. No, and it's interesting where Cairo and Ray are going to go because, you know, again, they seem to have some sweet little moments. I hope she ditches the baby voice, but I don't really see that. I think Jasmine's right there. I think she'll she'll probably re-watch the show when, when it's ended and she might sort of, click and it's like no that that doesn't in my head it looks a lot more cute than it really is no you're right dave you're right now obviously if you want to contact the show guys on twitter at love island cast if you want to email us please get them emails in we love reading them and responding the love island cast at gmail.com if you do like the show please get onto your podcast catching app and drop us a five-star review or any sort of star review helps us grow and any feedback is warranted and we do take it on board. So Dave, it's been a great show. Things are finally getting there in the third, nearly into the fourth week, the last week of Love Island USA. What have you got for us before we go? Well, now Chris, we're a little bit sceptical about Eric and, and Kira. 
But, you know, it could work out there, and it's going to be interesting to see them go on their first date. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'm fully expecting Eric's going to dish up some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>